I figured this could be useful to talk through since I haven't even talked through this stuff myself to get me on the other side, but I figured I would do it um, and just record it so that then um, other people could hear how it, how it kind of goes, um, how my brain processes things. Like uh, right now, experiencing some physical pain and tension or just tension or whatever, like all up in the head, like head's been working a lot and it's like how do you get how do you stop it, you know? Mindfulness, meditation, yeah, but sometimes uh you do that, it'll come back around on you um, and it's like if in the moment you can handle it, you might as well talk it through. It's like self therapy. Um, in a way. So, it's like this. If you tell yourself you need something and you say something else like you need something at, I don't know, say 4 p.m., there's two messages to your brain that happens. One is, like, when you say it, let's say it's 12 o'clock when you say it, right? One is you're projecting yourself to be at 4 o'clock to say, I need whatever the thing is that I said that I need. So you're telling yourself you already have a deficiency by saying the word need. And then at the same moment... You're also telling like your emotional system to prepare for the fact that you're going to need that. So along the way, uh, please like, you know, um, basically in a nutshell, it's kind of like this. um, You're saying to yourself, I know that I will need this, which means... um, Please make me feel like I need it when four o'clock comes around. Uh, is that simple enough? That's the way my brain wants to speak it out. It's... It just wants... It wants to know, like your brain wants to know that it needs it. So it's going to make sure that it knows that it needs it by four o'clock. So that then the next day, it'll come back around. And at four o'clock again, the next day, you'll need it again. So it comes to just like simple, simple, simple things. Like all the way from like simple little mind thing patterns. Like, um, like simple stress things like... Uh, you know, just just the thought is, you're not like I don't create the thought, like in the moment to say I want to literally tank myself. That's not what I'm doing. Um, but inadvertently, sometimes it happens, anyways. Because, not because in that moment I'm choosing it, but in that moment I'm 
I'm listening or observing it and hearing it happen inside me. And it's like a pattern that I have had going on like subconsciously inside of me that I'm not aware of, but it's now rising to the surface and I'm becoming aware of it. And because of that, it's like at 12 o'clock, you said you weren't in need. At 4 o'clock, you say you are in need. That means that from by the time from 12 to 4, you must, like, your, your brain wants or you want to feel like you are, like, I've been trained or I've been programmed to feel like um, in order for me to need, I, I must feel like I need simultaneously. So let's, you know, process more crap inside of us. And in the process, uh, we'll make sure that by four o'clock you don't feel good so that then you need it. I'm trying to teach myself that in the moment, yes, even amongst all the physical pain and tension and stuff going on and like the brain over, you know, feeling like it's overworked. It doesn't actually feel like it's overworked at all. It's just, it's more of like an emotional crappy feeling inside that I'm working through. And so, because of that, you, you find that you're, you're literally doing it to yourself in the course of like, say, four hours. And then for the, for the amount of times that you like, say, you know, you agree and go along with the need at four o'clock type of stuff, uh, for, that will start up another pattern. It will start up another pattern. Like, I consider it like an orbital pattern. Like, if you think of a planet, it's like um, every time four o'clock comes around, you say you needed something at 12. It's like you put it on the, like, Saturn ring, and then now it's like, uh, you know, coming back around, uh, four o'clock comes around, and the ring's saying, yeah, you're supposed to look like that. So make sure you feel like that, look like that, need that, so that then you can have the thing that you need at four o'clock to make yourself feel better again. And it's like, it's just a pattern. It's another, like, I call it like an orbital pattern sometimes. Like, it's just a thing. And you can track them all day long. If you know how to observe yourself, observe your mind, you can track them all day long. Like, you can write them out. But it just gets a little... um tricky because your mind will start to make something out of nothing but sometimes there is something and it will it won't show it to you or it won't be available to be seen by you at that particular moment at the same time so it's just a little like tricky like that and uh, you have to be pretty far in your head to actually, like, explore that kind of stuff. It's more like, like, uh, again, I bring it back to Alan Watts. It's, it's that kind of thing where it's just like he, he seemed to, like, know how to, exp- like, explore, uh, like, his subconscious and stuff. 
and that's in a lot of ways that's what I do I think like intuitively and intuitive and exploration and just observation and stuff of my own like way of subcon like thinking like my own subconscious thinking the way I am like subconsciously like what comes out of my consciousness how my consciousness is operating at the time um like I can observe it all day but it's like if you try to make it into a pattern hopefully I'm releasing the pattern out now sometimes I find I'll have to explain this real quick I don't like that phrase okay um I'll have to explain this like sometimes you like you need your mind to divert itself off a path in order to understand the path you're on so that you come back around and it feels like an almost contradictory like statement but the first thing that you did wasn't really a contradictory statement it was more like leading you away from the treat so that you could go back to the treat in an easier way of getting there in a sense like if we're talking like Pavlov's dog dog thing programming stuff you know or as Alan Watts says um, it's like dangling a carrot in front of a donkey um, but never letting the donkey get to the carrot it's that, that kind of thing and the pattern just happens like that and so by 12 you're dangling the carrot in front of your face by four o'clock you think you get to the carrot but you didn't get to the carrot you got the control what's the control you got the thing that made you feel like you won but you didn't get the carrot you got something pinned on your tail instead and you can't see what's been pinned on your tail because you're looking at the carrot the whole time thinking you got it so the control is behind you so there's this i'm going to try to explain this through words it's like a thing that i call uh like a jeopardy trap uh i don't know if anyone else will find this interesting but i find it very interesting it's a th it's a pattern in the mind that i've been able to observe uh, that I'd like to just talk about for a moment. Um, it goes like this. Um, it's a sub this is like a subconscious level stuff. This is not surface level stuff. Um, subconscious level stuff, like deep stuff inside you, it's a pattern I noticed. Uh, I guess autistics, I, I pick up patterns, you know, simple. Uh, but you have to watch them and observe them and you get the pattern and then you kind of you become like mentally free of the pattern or mentally emotionally you know your spirit becomes free of it you know and your whole experience changes so it's like this you have you have the to go back to the donkey example you have the carrot in front of you that's the treat you have the donkey that's you you have the t you have the like the pins that are you're pinning the tail on the donkey, right? Um, those are all like what I would call the control. And then you have like a, a, a troll, which is like 
the opposite half of the controls the control. So it's like, it's like the control is split into two. One like pins you so that it makes it so that you, you keep wanting the same desire, so to speak. And then the troll is like the thing that by the t- between 12 and 4 tanks your whole system. So that you know, based on the control and what the control says, like if the control is like a sheet of paper like, and it has instructions and the control says something like, uh, please make sure to tank, vibra- tank vibration to, at 4 p.m. so that you find something that you will need. And it's like the control is saying that. So the troll's job is between the hours of 12 and 4 to tank the vibration. And the whole time you're believing it. The whole time you're experiencing it. The whole time it's happening. It's a real pattern happening inside you. It's like a real experience inside your body at that moment. It's like an emotional like tanking of your own self so that you get it to a place where you feel like you are actually in need and you do actually need the thing. And but the thing is the when the control like when when like the whole thing is over and four o'clock your whole thing comes around and you, you actually get the treat. You never got the treat. You you got you got um, you didn't get the carrot. It's like someone slipped you like an apple instead and you're still looking at the carrot but you think you got the carrot. It's almost like you're hypnotized or you're like completely out of whack with what what you were going for in the first place. It's like you can't even see the carrot sometimes. Uh, oftentimes, that's what I feel like it is like. You can't see the carrot. You think you know what the carrot is, though. And so, you know, I, I speak like this, and hopefully it's not too heavy, because it's like, at the end of the day, this pattern goes far beyond just, like... Um, It goes along with any desire. Like if you imagine the control is like a desire. The treat is like what you would get if the desire were to manifest. The troll ensures that the desire manifests. Uh, And then along the way, I have to split it out. I have it drawn out, so I might have to post it somewhere. But like along the way, you get instead of like... Uh, you, like along the way, as the troll tanks your vibration, you get like what I would call almost like a uh, like okay, you get an effect, and then you get and I'm gonna have to clarify this a little. You get an effect, and then you get a um, like a device. So it's like almost like secondary control. It's a secondary control, first control. And it broke and it breaks out like that. And if you leave it at that, uh, it keeps it pretty simple. Um, you can literally split it out all day long. It's like DNA cells. You just keep splitting it and you keep splitting it and split it and split it. And all day long, you can keep running the calculations. But you're not going to get anywhere different with it because you're literally either an on or off. And if you only throw those two variables in... Um, you'll realize that the whole, like everything can revolve around this one pattern if you're stuck in it. And so the secondary control, it goes like this. 
The troll's job is to make sure the secondary control is doing its job. So what's happening is, like say your vibration needs to tank by four, right? 12 to four, okay, what's the best way to do it? Okay, let's write. No, okay, let's use the phone. Oh, yeah, the phone, okay. Um, all right, sounds good, let's use the phone. Okay, what kind of effects can we create in the body to tank your vibration or make you feel like your vibration is tanked even between 12 and four? Okay, let's, you know, YouTube this, Google that yada yada find information blah 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 clog the mind clog your emotions yada 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 and then boom out comes four o'clock and you find the thing you need and then it's like ah yes that mcdonald's hamburger double cheeseburger you know big mac you know sorry to anyone who like is craving that um It's just like uh, the level of depth to that pattern is so severe in the way of uh, that perspectiving, which is a real perspective, by the way. Uh, I experienced it. But not all perspectives stick around. There's oftentimes they're referred to as like um, altered states and I'm going to botch this whole saying but I'll get it out somehow um, basically as an altered state goes uh, I can't remember the guy's name but uh, William something I think um, he said something like uh, like uh, different levels of reality are uh, altered states, whatever, are available to be experienced um, if you know how to like put them on in their completeness. And then they're completely real. They're like temporarily completely real. They're completely real temporarily. And then if they... Um, you know, aren't temporarily real in your system, then they're running as a, like a thing, like a process in the background of your experience to which you're not like emotionally like um, putting a sort of like color or flavor on it. So it's a process that like in the background, it's actually like, just uh how do you say it it's like a pattern or like a pat like one of the many like woven patterns you can find in experiencing reality at a subconscious level basically but what that means is for like someone like specifically who's now lost um what it means is these patterns are not meant to, like when I'm pointing them out, they're not meant to be held on to. They're not meant to be like a uh, bad pattern, like no, go away. No, uh, you can't. That's not how it works. Um, 
but you can bring it out of your subconscious and bring it out to your conscious attention and you can observe it. And if you keep observing it time, day after day, day after day, you kind of get into like an altered state kind of way. Um, where it's like, uh, for lack of better words, like because you're aware of it, because you're almost like it's rising to the surface in you as a pattern to see, because of all of that, um, it's going to like amplify itself um, to your world around you. So that's kind of the lensing you're, you're seeing things through. Or experiencing life through at that moment. It's like it's like a secondary way of perceptioning reality at that moment. Like you have the normal, which is just like, you know, your senses. But then when you get below your senses or beyond your senses or beyond your senses sounds right. Seems like the best word for it. Um, when you get beyond your senses, you start to notice these patterns going on in the background. And so you have the two, like Ram Dass talks about this, like you have the two levels of reality going on at one time so that you know that um, you kind of realize like you can't get stuck. But if you believe only in the pattern that's being amplified, you're stuck. If you believe only in the fact that you can't see any of the subconscious and so all there is is like, you know, grass and birds chirping around you and there's nothing else in this world, then um, that is also uh, like no good either. You have to have, like, if you can put both levels at once or see things from two points of view at one time, if you can get them going like that and see them from two different perspectives at one time, you can realize, like, uh, sometimes if you get real, real going, it feels like um, literally people around you are like, uh, like faking emotions in a TV show. Like their emotions are almost delayed from their body language. And it's a total timing thing for how you experience it in your mind. It's a timing thing. I don't know if that's getting across well. It's not to my brain, but it's about the only way I know how to say it at the moment. It's a timing thing. It's like the Matrix movie. It's like all of a sudden you have the whole thing going and it's going, going, going really well. And you're seeing it, seeing it, seeing it. And it's all amplified and stuff inside of you. And then all of a sudden... Um, the whole like you you're doing it in like especially if you do it not around people at first if you get it going not around people and then you go up to meet people you'll be like whoa it's like you almost can like your mind is literally slowing the experience down to such a degree that you can see the like there's like a timing difference and to where it's like you can almost like see the experience before it happens another matrix thing with the oracle she says you know stuff like to neo um you know uh like watch out for the vase and then he knocks over the vase and you know whatever it's like that kind of a thing 
But it doesn't happen all the time. And it's a total timing thing. And it's a matter of getting that, like, what you would call altered state or, you know, I'm going to use other big words that other people use in a very, like, mystical way. But to me, they're not very mystical. They're very literal. Um, the very down-to-earth literal patterns going on in the subconscious. So I don't, don't know why it's called mystical. Um, it's going on inside you inside your human body you're just not aware of it but basically you you're just like the pattern comes on and the more you have it going the more you see both levels of reality or parallel realities going on at once there's the there's like um, and it, that sounds so spooky, but it's not, sp- it's not spooky at all. It's like, it's like literally, it's like ima- if you imagine yourself being in a, in a, like a Starbucks, you hear two different people's conversations at once. Okay. You're in three parallel realities at once. Okay. It's just a matter of speech. It's just a figure of speech or whatever that common phrase is, you know? It's just a matter of speech. Nothing is mystical about it. But, like, sometimes you start talking like this, subconscious, yada, 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 like, around people, and it becomes, like, a very mystical experience. Uh, not trying to make it mystical, trying to make it literal to show you that, like, at least me, artistic, can, like... Uh, experiences stuff inside of you and it's not me only like Alan Watts does all of his talks about stuff like this but it's like he his he was you know when he was like exploring these kind of patterns and things um, he wasn't so you know he's just from back in the day so like his view or like uh, as as like the earth and every, like humans have evolved and stuff from even from like the 70s or 80s and the consciousness around um, the planet has evolved from the from like the 70s or 80s. You start to see the patterns a little bit clearer now. So we're starting to see these subconscious patterns clearer now, but they're not so. The way they're being portrayed through like mass media and stuff, they're there if anyone can see them, um, still there, still going on in the background, but they're like not as, uh, uh, what do I say? Like not as, not as amplified to the normal person as it is to me because of what I have been able to see or what I've experienced. Like there's a lot of, um, I don't generally talk about my past all that much, but I've kind of, like, I have to have people around me to, to remind me all the time that I've kind of been through it in life are quite a bit different than a lot. And I can't seem to grasp that concept very well. It doesn't sink into me. But I also know it to be true. Um, so I need people around me to constantly remind me of it, but not in a way to where it will like damage me or like recreate some of what I've experienced. Um, instead, it's like I need, I need it to be done in a much more like gentle fashion and to where like, for instance, 
I got to this point where I was just like, I don't understand how every time I tell the stories of, or like tell the story of me to someone else around me, I don't understand how like the next day I show up and the story's different out of their mouth. Like doesn't make any sense to me. And I had to come to realize like their story I know this is like a like a maybe a very simple thing for a lot of people but to me when I realized it it was like a huge thing. It's like their story and what they know about me is always 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 not possible to not do the black and white thinking on that one. Sorry for everyone else. <laughs> Who cares? Um It's always going to be behind compared to what I know about my own experience and my, what I know about myself. And the more I give myself, like show myself out of me, so to speak, or explain what I, I experience inside of me, out of me, so to speak, the more I do that, um, the more, more patterns show up. But the thing is, I can't keep them in because um, that's like backs up my like emotional, mental, emotional processing system. So it's like my brain's processing and it's doing all the things right and it's doing all the processing right. But at the same time, it's, it's patterns that it's experiencing in this like co collective consciousness around us and it, like inside me, like it's a pattern inside me that when I go to like a, a the store, I see the same pattern in other people and I realize the pattern is there and the pattern is real. And then I work through it and I understand it and then it kind of like fades away. Goes back into the background. It's like a homework in a way for my brain. It's like mind training or brain training or something. It's just bringing more consciousness into this like into this body or like into integrating it into this body into like this dimension of of being so to speak bringing more consciousness or conscious attention to a pattern that's inside the experience already that's being discovered by me in real time as i go and that's like when i got the when i have to just say this when i did the like the you know what do you call it the dsm5 like a uh, uh, little like pattern things on you know white paper and black you know white pen pencil paper stuff like uh they're trying to like explain like we're trying to get you to see like other kinds of patterns like uh, i don't know like ge geometry patterns and stuff and it's like that's not how my brain works I was almost like uh, halfway of, like thinking this whole thing was a joke. Like the literal, the, the whole literal like, um, like uh, whatever, the test or whatever was all a joke. But at the same time, I was like coming on the other side. It, somehow, whatever I said, even I answered as honestly as I knew how, um, coming on the other side, it's like the, 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 the person automatic like could use it but like to me it didn't even make it make any sense or register anything to my system because it's like that's not the kind of like you're asking me all the wrong questions those are not the kind of patterns i experience um i experience like like 
different kind of patterns. I see different kind of patterns. They're more, far more complex than this little thing. That was like, that was like first grade test that my brain literally, I didn't even know how to pass because it was so like dumbed down or something. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing. I heard it one time. I, I saw this thing online of some un, someone else who was autistic. So maybe it's just an autistic thing that can relate. But basically, the person said uh, something like, I can't remember the exact words, but basically, they, they said, they, it's like, they feel like they're so much more intelligent than the world makes them out to, to be like that they can't even recognize how intelligent he is. And because of that, his, his own like uh, imaging, like his self-image and stuff inside of him, it's like suffers. Because literally other people can't even understand his, 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 what, I won't say intelligence, I mean, you could say intelligence level, but like I, I feel like it, not flaunts up your ego a little, so I'll, I'll refrain from, I'll use different words. Um, it's like those, those kinds of things, they're just the wrong questions, the wrong way to look at it, the wrong way to go about it, compared to like the depth at which he's experiencing it. It's like those are like surface level questions and somehow some people can get the surface level answer and read all the way through to the depth that we are at. And then there's other people, not the faintest clue how to do anything like that. Um, and that's just a real thing, you know? It's, people are different. Neurotypical people are different too. This is something I learned yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Neurotypical people, their brains are wired different than each other neurotypical people's too. I found, figured it out by asking like the right questions. It's like the phrase from the, the iRobot movie, right? Um, uh... Uh, that, my friend, is the right question program terminated. It's like, okay, if I ask the right question or I know how to pose the question, then I can get the right answer. And that's another thing about Google, um, or Google as I call it. Um, half the time, I don't know if it's like the information is not on Google or Google, or if it's like not there because I don't know how to pose the question right, but I only know how to pose the question the way I know how to do it. And it doesn't make any sense why the, the, the right results wouldn't show up, but it's like almost like the questions I have look for and search for the wrong thing on Google. And then up comes all the Google searches for all the wrong stuff. But, but like, I think it's the right thing initially until I like, you know, three websites in, you're like, no, it's wrong stuff. And I'm like, okay, how can I phrase this question any different? No idea. How do I phrase it any different? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, I know how I've learned how here's how you do it. You go talk to someone who's a neurotypical for a while. Uh, who is willing to, to sit with you and talk to you, where you basically just like lead the conversation and eventually they'll give you better words to which you can search on Google and find your answer.
Because what I find is the stuff I'm searching for is never surface, like I can't figure out how to make it surface level. I literally, uh, the best way I'm going to say, I literally cannot figure out for the life of me how to make it surface level. Like, I think what I'm experiencing is surface level. I'm only learning now that it's, it's like, uh, like to, that's the weird thing. To me, Einstein, uh, was it Einstein? Uh, Edison, I don't know, theory of relativity. It's like, surface level is relative to the person. So like to me, it could be my new surface level until I, I, I explore it and it, it's kind of like dissipates out of my system. But it's integrated then, the more I explore it and work with it and work through it, then it gets integrated into my system and so my experience has then now upgraded to a different surface level, so to speak. While other people, their surface level is relatively different than mine. It's not as like, uh, I don't know, integrated because it seems like a lot of what I'm understanding of these patterns and stuff, they're like natural patterns that a neurotypical brain will pick up in terms of like social patterns. It's like these subconscious patterns I'm experiencing or I explore inside of me sometimes that come up to the surface when I'm working through things, they are a bit different or like they're observable and consciousable so to speak by me because i literally don't have those like natural smooth integrated emotions um where like you know body language and emoting out of your face and words and everything is all in sync it's like it's like the fact that everyone else seems to have that happen a natural thing that was just naturally learned by them for me uh i'm only like picking up the pieces to what i'm missing and trying to figure out how to integrate them into my experience but in doing so i understand it i'm starting to understand exactly what the difference between an autistic brain and a neurotypical brain is and it seems like it's just like a I don't, I know, I don't want to say it, but it's like such a, like, minute, like, uh, nurturing barrier that was create, or that was, that was just like never developed in me, which I just never developed. I just never developed any of it. But coming from the other side of it, now that I know I didn't develop it, I've seen like so many of the things that I've been missing compared to other people that then I try to literally figure out what, like in, instead of like trying to become like them, I try to learn from them and figure out what they have that I don't and see what comes up so that I can better my own experience in the process. It's like I'm using them and I'm observing them all the time, like as we, as we talk. And I can't even figure out how to not observe. Um, so I'm not trying to like, I, I just, that's the way it works. I'm just observing like that. So it's just, I don't know. It's one of those like strange things. Um, 
and I wanted to like work through it to show you that it comes up like from your subconscious and then goes away and then comes back goes away and then eventually it gets integrated into your experience and you don't have to think about it anymore but the the amount of time and effort it takes to do that sometimes it can just get overwhelming for you and it takes a while to do so so you just have to give yourself some patience and realize that like you may start to understand the patterns and see the patterns and things but don't beat yourself up if they're not showing up. You just, uh, your consciousness, your focus, attention is, is on something else. Your focus of attention, your consciousness, it's, it's working or it's like it's focused on something else. Uh, that's all. So, you know, altered state comes up, altered state goes away. Altered state comes up, you can throw a, th- a second, third one up. You know, um, I, there's, like a, there's like a method I figured out to where you can throw like crap too many of them on at once uh, to where you get into like, um, you know, I've heard theories of second time and stuff through NASA and I might be going way off track here for some people, but like there's like theories of second time and stuff with NASA and I can logically make sense of it enough and draw patterns enough to, to literally make it feel like a real experience which is just another altered state. And it just means that you're like, you're becoming aware of different patterns all at the same time and figuring out how to work with them together. So that then you can like accurately or clearly articulate outside of you those like altered state patterns like in other people. And the moment you start to recognize them in other people, that's when you integrate it, so to speak, or your conscious, like your surface level consciousness raises, integrates it into its experience so that then you have a more conscious, you're more consciously aware of your whole experience and what you're doing. And like you can even start to understand your own, like your own patterns, which make you think like you're being creative to realize um, creativity doesn't really work like through understanding. It's only when you get out of the way will you become like truly what is called creative. But at the same time, you can create things and be aware of the patterning going on in your subconscious and not listen to it and watch yourself create the same thing over and over. Like with these art things I draw. I practice it all the time like that as a way to help me with... Um, uh, like reintegrating myself back into like uh, getting myself into a like you know better experiencing so it's it's smoother so it's easier for my brain and my whole system to process it um so hopefully that makes some sense little space now at the end to clear the mind okay goodbye